Okay. It's always really quiet when you do it. Is it? Yeah. Uh, maybe I, maybe I'm, I'm just not a confident xylophone. Is it because you're to... plugged in, maybe? Maybe. I'm not sure. We, we can fix it in post. <laughs> welcome, everyone. It's the Scott and Jane Show. Jane Yes. Welcome back. We're, you know, we're back again. I've been doing all week. I've been saying to people, how are you doing? We're now on level two. Level up. Stop doing that. Yeah, that thing you did, don't ever do that again. Yes, well, I mean, normally we take a year or two between podcasts, so this is like the most, you know... This is like level. Crunched together. I know. We were I, know. At, I don't know what um, we were. We were at level three? I guess so. Were we at, no, we were at level... We did, the, we did the lockdown podcast. We did. We did level four. Now we're at level two. So we've missed a whole level, but, you know, it was pretty boring. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what, are yeah. We, what are we drinking tonight, then? Uh, I, I am... I've pulled out something of my Canadian heritage. I'm drinking a Canadian club, 20 year old Canadian blended whiskey tonight. So to me, Canada club reminds me of like shitty, this is really bad. I'm just shitting all over your country. Um, Like shitty nightclubs where at 2am someone goes, I got you a Canada club. And you go, what? And it's quite quite nice because it's quite sweet. So is that not that? That is not that. Norm, normal Canadian club is is not very nice. It's like you. It's the sort of thing you mix with as much Coke as you can possibly yeah, mix yeah, yeah. And it's drink like with. It's called Canada. It's called Canadian. So we even got Canadian club, or just like um, CC and dry. Give me CC and dry. Yes. Uh, that's that's a very Canadian thing to say. But this this is is different. This is a twenty year old version of that. And I had this at a whiskey tasting one time where they're like, "You have to try this." It was like a blind tasting, and uh, so I had this drink of this and um i'm like that was really nice what is that and they're like it's canadian club 20 and it was like mind-blowing like oh my god this thing that i expected to be awful was not awful it was very nice it was really good because you see when you said cc and dry that reminds me of the first probably the first summer slash winter of queenstown where i used to go out till six o'clock in the morning um and drink <laughs> yeah and go to the tardis wow you're showing um, your age jane and and smoke secretly and throw up on my shoes. Um, oh, yeah. 2018 was a fun year for you. <laughs> God, it was like 2006. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Wow. Um, and I've so what are you drinking tonight? So tonight I'm drinking a Ted. So this is a, a Central Otago Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been um, I've been doing intermittent fasting for the past. I'm on day 38 or something. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I don't have a freaking clue what it means, but what it means is that from 6 p.m. till 10 a.m. I don't eat or drink. I have I'm allowed black coffee and I'm allowed water. Right. I know, but what it means is I stop drinking at six, which has been my savior over these past eight weeks because I would literally cut me cut me the minute and I bleed coffee. Cut me, I would have bled, bled wine or some alcoholic substance. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's it's just checking because we're not live, folks who are listening on their iPhones right now. We're not live, but it, it is. Um, what time is it? It's seven thirty p.m. Yeah. So which every means so often, like on a Thursday or a random Wednesday, I'll not do it. 
so tonight is the night i'm not doing it and then i'll just start again right. tomorrow so you've been you've been drinking since four o'clock this afternoon <laughs> i had uh, a beer when i so usually i have a beer at four when i cook dinner um or a glass of wine and then i won't have any more and it's been like it's made me just stop which has been really helpful <laughs> I, I had a bizarre experience today in that I, I went for lunch in a restaurant, which is, which is this place that they used to have where you go to a building where someone else makes you food <laughs> and then you exchange currency for it. And you sit um, near other people. Yeah. And there was other human beings there. And I had a glass of wine for lunch in a restaurant. It felt like I was on holiday or something like that. It was amazing. So you also feel very adult and you feel like you have to explain to your mum or something that, you know, mum, I'm allowed to have a glass of wine. I'm an, I feel very adult if I have a lunchtime glass of wine. Yeah, sometimes. It's, I mean, a glass of wine at, at lunch is fine, but like a couple of shots of whiskey, maybe not. No. That's, that's less adulting? So yeah, I'm so that's sure. what I've been doing and it's kind of a, it's kind of put a bit of a, line in the sand for me to go right i'm not that's it i'm not because otherwise because the first few days of lockdown i was like bottle of wine ah it's fine yeah. everyone else is doing it and i was like no this is yeah. all right <laughs> yeah the the first the, i'd say the first week for me was like leaving las vegas it was just yeah. like okay you know this you know the, the world is going to hell let's go there with a hangover yeah totally yeah but i was still having to get up at six to get a.m so um that's not a nice experience. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So yeah, I made, I made this like um, conscious decision at the very start of, of lockdown. Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to try and drink less. And I like, I'm like, I'm not going to live in PJs because many people just are like, right, it's PJs all the, all the time. So I, I did not live in PJs and I did not grow a beard. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing either one of those things. Cause I don't want to look like Robinson Crusoe at the end of this. <laughs> And talking to a basketball, that would not be good. No, no, not at all. So, uh, so shall we, shall we get on to our topic of the day? Let's do Another it. Plan. What, what even Another are we plan. talking about? Well, I, I, you came up with our, our last topic, which was Blur, which was a fantastic chat about. <laughs> random. <laughs> so random. Um, but I, 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 the idea that I came up with is I want to talk about uh, perfect things. And what I mean by perfect things is like, what is your perfect version of this? So, um, like the first one I, I thought of is is I want you to describe what your perfect coffee is. Like, what for you? What is a perfect coffee? Like, where is it? What is it? What is it all about? Um. Ooh, and this is off the cuff. Like, I've not even thought about this. So no, instantly, no. I thought of um, Jack's Point Clubhouse, which mm -hmm. I love out there. When yeah. it when there's no one there on a, like a random, I've dropped the child off. I've gone there with my work and I have a long black either sat outside if it's nice or in the, one of their seats near the big fire. And I, and it's really strong and it's the first one of the day and it's like, there's no one in there wow. and it's just me and my coffee nice. and my laptop. Oh, Nice. That's good. That is a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, I, I think mine, I'm going to go with like a really sort of very hipster answer for this. Um, I'm going to have to go with a coconut latte from yonder. <laughs> that is the last thing I would ever say 
for you, although yeah, they are good. They are good. See, for, for many, many years, I, my coffee journey has been an interesting one. Cause I, like I, I never liked coffee until I was like 30. Like I just wasn't a coffee person at all. And for whatever reason, my first, the first type of coffee I liked was like triple espresso, short black. I went from like no coffee to like rocket fuel. And then it's like in the last five years, I've just, I'm getting weaker and weaker. So I've gone from like short blacks to long blacks to lattes. Now I'm like coconut lattes. Um, I don't know <laughs> what's happening really to me. Good, I'm not, they are really good. They I, are. I used to have one of those in the afternoon if I was slightly flailing, but I didn't want a full on. And I'd go and yeah. walk down there at two or three o'clock in the afternoon and I'd have one and they were really good. I mean, you kind of have to like get your head around the fact that it tastes a little bit like you've cooked a coconut curry um, and you, you're drinking coffee out of the bowl or something. You haven't really washed it that well. It's, it's a bit of a weird combination. Um, are, we, are we selling it well? <laughs> hey, it's a big upset. <laughs> have a coconut latte. You might not have washed I mean, it's, it up. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, uh, did you ever go? I don't know if they still do them. Um, where they're doing the charcoal lattes? Oh, yeah. No, 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 I did. I had, and I had a, I think I had a beetroot one too. And then I had a turmeric one. And I'm not a massive turmeric fan or turmeric or however you say it. Um, but no, they're too, too much for me. It's too far. It's too far. It's, it's too like, far. yeah. Somehow, somehow a coconut latte is okay. But like fancy chai lattes with turmeric and stuff like that. It's like, that's just. What, what's next? What strange spice are they going to start putting, making into coffee? I, don't, I just don't get this at all. Who knows? Um, no, no, but I, was, I went the opposite way. So I used to be, I, I was like, because everyone in the UK drinks instant coffee because there's nothing else. Yeah. Still not yes. look good. Same. I know, it's terrible. Um, so I went, from, I went from being brought up on that to moving here and having like full-on latte, um, you know, big milky, and then only probably last year flicked. And was like, why am I drinking all this milk when I actually just like really, I got completely into coffee. Probably when I had a kid and I was drinking so much ca- caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so now it's like stronger the better. And then I go, oh, I've had too many. Too many. Yeah, I th- I'm, I'm like on this, this, I'm moving away from coffee. I think I'm like, I'm one coconut latte away from ordering like a mocha <laughs> and then just going hot chocolate. And then like a Milo and a Fluffy. By this time next year, I'll be drinking Fluffies. Although we did have Milo. We have uh, Mockers when we, we walked up Tobin's at the weekend. So this is for people, you know, all those millions of people in the world who are listening. Um, we did a big track. We did a walk to track at the weekend and it's freezing at the bottom. And then you get up the top and it's really hot because the sun comes out. And then you come back down again and you're freezing cold. So we had Mockers at the bottom and it, they okay. were really good. Mochino. Yes. Very nice. Nice. Excellent. Okay. We covered a coffee. Um, our, our, our next question, our next perfect thing, kind of fits in with, with the first perfect thing. Um, what, for you, what is, a, what is a perfect day? A perfect like what, day? Like, what do you do in your, what does your perfect day entail? What are the different things that would make up your perfect day? So, it's quite funny you ask this. So, I've, I've been doing this business course for about three months. I'm on a six-month business course with about... Tell me that that's not part of your perfect day. No, no. My perfect day is they, a business they, course. No, no, but at the very start of the course, they ask you to write out your perfect day. Oh. And they ask you to, like, well, basically, it's imagine your perfect day one year from now. So, you know, it's all that vision stuff that people do. Um, 
and you know I took the piss a little bit because I was like get up do yoga have a smoothie and I was like not really um but my perfect day would probably be to wake up probably late-ish and late-ish to me is probably about 7 30. (laughs) Wow I know um 7 30 is all right for me um and I'm a I am woken up of my own accord Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. naturally wake up instead of someone going, mm-hmm. nah! um, and then I, you know, get out of bed. I have a coffee. I have some nice breakfast and then I go and do some exercise. So a big, long bike ride or a run. Um, and then I have a really lovely long lunch, um, somewhere really nice. And then in the afternoon would probably be, you notice I'm not talking about my family. My family aren't part of this No, they, they, they are not part of this. You, you close your eyes and they're gone. Um, in the afternoon, I'd probably go and hang out at some spa and have some nice treatment type affairs going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I would um, sip a glass of wine and read my book and maybe mm-hmm. listen to some good music. Um, and then... I don't know if I'd probably, I probably won't go out into like go out on a night out. I might go out for dinner, but I probably have somebody come around and cook for me. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. And then I'd watch some old movie. Um, You're going to watch Jaws, you know, I probably watch Jaws or some Hitchcock and then I'd probably slip into bed at 10 PM. <laughs> it's a good day. It's a quality day. I'm so old. <laughs> well, I'd I'm. I made a little note of what what I because I, I thought I'll I'll answer my questions as well. And my perfect day is actually pretty similar to yours, so I I can't I can't be too too mean to you about this. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, that's not too old. That's that's good things. Yeah. Good things. Yeah. So so I'm my day. Um, I didn't specify a time of waking up, which means it's probably relatively late. Um, and by late I mean like nine thirty. <laughs> like normal person late. Um. And like a really good coffee has to start with a really good coffee. It doesn't have to be the coconut latte, but just like a really good coffee. Um, and then like a really beautiful, simple breakfast. Just like my favorite breakfast is just like toast with tomatoes on it. Like just simple, nice breakfast. Um, and then go do something cool and adventurous, like um, either going skiing in the winter or going stand up paddleboarding in the summer, um, which I love doing that one lake is all super calm and beautiful even a friend of mine calls it stand-up paddle boring i still really like it that's me (laughs) that's great it's like really meditative and nice and it's the sort of thing you don't feel compelled to have a red bull before you go and do it which is really great um and then come and have a nap i've I've become a nap person i love naps naps are naps are amazing um and then uh nice glass of wine Simple, like a nice meal and then like yeah movie on the couch and that's it it's just the the the, the raging days are are behind the raging days are behind and I, and I don't have any inclination I wonder I don't know I don't know maybe if I lived somewhere else I'm not sure if I would but if we didn't live if we lived in the middle of the city and, I, and we probably wouldn't because I wouldn't live in the city but if you did do you think that you would want to you know, you'd be more inclined to go cinema. You'd be going bars. You'd go more. Maybe. Maybe. I think it would be more like, you know, there would be some event happening, like uh, some, some, you'd be going to a concert or something. Like there'd be lots of those one-off kind of things where it'd be like some musician that you, you 
somebody said you've got to check this out and it's you go and see it. it's like not not a big concert but like somebody relatively well known comes and plays and you it's like in a part of town that you you it's far enough from home that you should go and have dinner and maybe a drink beforehand to get there and that sort of all becomes a thing where because we live in a relatively small place it's really easy just even if you do go out to something to just dash out and go do it it is but i also really miss the whole pub mentality of the uk so you know there's a pub at the end of your street that you can walk to so i can't walk to anything here i can't i you know there's no i mean i I do live in the middle of poshville but if i suppose if i lived in our town i could wander down but i i really really miss wherever i've lived in queenstown i can't walk really Mm -hmm. just just five minutes down the road to the local pub and i is this why you start drinking at four? Is this Maybe. is this is this all fit into that? Oh, you know, four o'clock. It's like you've dug deep into my psyche. Um, That's what we're here for. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say actually when we both popped on because we both wear we both are glasses wearers. My instant thing was, yes. what was your what did you wear glasses at school? I did, but not till sort of late in school days. And what, like did, it was did like, you have a net? Did people call you anything? Was there a name? Uh, not to do with my glasses that I recall. Did, were you, were you four eyes and those sorts of things? Oh, uh, no, well, I got my glasses, but I was probably about 15. So I, oh no, no, actually I wasn't, I was 10. I didn't wear them. I refused to wear them. I just used to go around squinting all the time. Um, I just yeah. used to get cold playing Jane Shitstain, not for any, not, <laughs> not for any reason. Like I didn't, there was no event or incident that happened. Mm. Um, <laughs> Mm, that's, not the, that's not the sort of podcast we're on here all my old schoolmates are gonna like write into facebook and tell everyone but um it was no like, it was that one time <laughs> oh no that one time jane when you went away on camp um but <laughs> it was like it was like teenagers who can't it could just you can basically do rhyming couplets you know and mm-hmm. that was all that they could. <laughs> i quite stuck around that was all I could come up with. So it was like, oh, brilliant. Okay. But no, not really. There was not a horrendous amount of... But nobody really wore glasses then. But I, not that I can remember. No. And it was like, the no, certain, nobody wore glasses because they wanted to. Like, I've seen that lately where people wear, like, glasses with, like, just clear lenses or, like, no lenses. Yeah, well, seen- yeah. But I, I, used to, I think back now and I think there must have been shitloads of young people teenagers who refuse to wear glasses but they really should have <laughs> all like bumping into each other oh yeah <laughs> it's like i really think all those people we didn't want to kiss exactly and i think there's there's that like you know there's that image of like the sort of strong silent type guy who's like kind of like looking wistfully off in the distance kind of like squinting um <laughs> he can't see anything he's not trying to look cool he's like lost and he's like please someone guide me to the car yeah it's true this is true yeah no, it was, I remember it was like, it was kind of a revelation when I got my glasses because it was like all of a sudden I could see the board in school. It's like, oh my God, not everyone has I to squint like this. the edges of leaves. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How long have I they been false. <laughs> How long have you been able to see those and I haven't? <laughs> oh my God. You. Well, the thing I noticed is like, because all of a sudden I wasn't tired all the time. It's like, oh, I can stay up past nine o'clock because I haven't been squinting all day. I know drives me insane because mm. how 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 thick are your glasses jane we're getting to the deep and meaningful stuff uh, here. i'm a minus eight so i'm literally holy 
minus eight. Yeah, so I'm I'm out of the both of the sides of my lenses. You can't see, but you'll see it. They're like jam jars. I and I have the thin lenses too. So you can imagine if I didn't have thin lenses, it would literally be like, yeah. Wow. So if like you like if you if you were like you know at the shopping mall, which is a place of a collection of stores where people go together in groups to buy things, if you remember those from the olden days. I haven't been to one in a while. So if you, if you were at a shopping mall and like someone bumped into you and your glasses fell on the ground and then somebody stepped on the glasses and they were shattered, would you be like crawling on the floor like, someone please help me? Yes. And I actually used to say this to people that if I was, you know, I used to have this when I was a teenager, I used to have this recurring nightmare that we're going deep now. That if I was in a plane crash and and I and my glasses got lost, what would I do? I would actually not be. I can't see. Like I can't walk from one end of the corridor in, in my house to the other, like without my glasses on, because I I would I crack into things. And my husband lovingly moves my glasses around every now and again, so I can't. It's very sweet. <laughs> I have a I have a similar recurring nightmare, but it's it's same same but different. Um, where I have a fear that when we get the big earthquake, because we're going to get the big earthquake eventually, and we all go running out of the house, I'll be like halfway through doing something. So my nightmare it sounds really weird, but I'm we're gonna have the earthquake while I'm shaving, and I'll have like shaved like the left side <laughs> of my face, and I'll go running outside of the house. And the house will fall down, and I'll I'll have this weird like half of a beard. For... I'm sure there are worse things you could be doing. <laughs> this is true, but because of that, I now shave in a very symmetrical kind of way. Of like, what just what could case. I what could I survive in just in case it is. I worry it's... that there's a, there's an earthquake, and I've got contact lenses in because I I can't keep them in forever. Did you ever? I might have told you the story about the person who got the the once a day disposable contacts and uh, they didn't realize they had to take them out of their eye. They just added a new one in every day and they started having these horrible headaches and they're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So they go to the doctor and the doctor takes an x-ray or MRI or something like that. And there was a wad of like 25 contacts in the back of their eye. What? Yeah, for real. For real. That ain't happening. That's That's not happening to me. No, see, I can't do contacts because I've I've got an astigmatism, um. So, the weird like my eyeball isn't shaped like a football; it's shaped like a rugby ball. Um. So I'd have to get weighted contacts, and I put those in in the the shop, the optometrist one time. And, and your eyeballs fell out. <laughs> pretty much. No, they they were they're weighted because they're like different. Like they have to be up a certain way. So when I move my head, they they like started going like a pendulum in my eyes. And it was like this weird like do 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 dream sequence thing going on, and it was like I cannot, I can't do this, I cannot do this. Yeah, you see. So do you do sport in your glasses then? No. So I just kind of guess where the hockey puck is going to be, <laughs> and and really hope for the best when I'm mountain biking. And really hope when you're trail running that you don't fall over something. We've we've meandered yeah. into glasses world, but um, yeah, no, it's it, yeah. There's a lot of thought yeah, well, goes around it because I literally can't. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky because I can see. I'm pretty good. I'm I'm like a, a, I think I'm a minus two or something like that. Like I'm I'm just I'm just barely on the spectrum of your. You know, <laughs> so, the next stage for you is a, as a cane and a dog. So you. 
Well, I think blindness is what, minus 10 or something? Oh, that's considered. You should try your glasses on sometime to see how blind you are. That's a good way of doing it. Give it a few years, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Have, are, can you get the laser? Surgery? No, because I've got uh, my corneas are too thin. Who even has that? I got all prepped. I flew home. I flew back to the UK to get my eyes lasered. I got there and uh, they were like, you can't have it. You, we can't do it because your corneas have got to be a certain thickness and yours are too thin. I'm like, who has too thin corneas? And they're like, you. <laughs> Laters. <laughs> That's really, that sucks. Well, they did say That's they could. Disappointing. They said they could put those, um, they said, oh, we've got this new thing that we, that's not been passed yet by regulation. You know, where they cut your eyeball and slide a lens underneath your eyeball and it sits under there forever. Oh, and they were like, it. do you want to do that? <laughs> no, no, bye. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but as I was backing out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be scary. That'd be, yeah. They're, I don't think we're quite ready for that. That's too far. Yeah, no. Okay, we 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 lost our way. That's but right. let's let's get back to get back to our perfection. Um, okay, here's here's one. What do you think is the perfect gift to give someone? You can't ask that. That's like a high fidelity question. He'd say top five favorite records, and he'd go in in a bar at the cinema in your car. Oh. Okay, okay. Let's let's put some context. Um, it's it's like a good friend's going away party and you want to give the good friend a, a, a gift to remember you or something. I reckon maps are a pretty good gifts. Maps. Okay. Because like a folding road map or something, you mean like a well, map for the wall. Either or like, so world maps, you can get a variety of, is it Phillips maps that are the, supposed to be the most accurate? Cause the maps that know. you buy are not real, eh? No, it's true. Because you're trying to make a round thing into a square piece of paper. Well, also because the ones that are made in America are, they make America bigger than everything else. Yeah. You, 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 See, so you know that. So apparently yeah. the Phillips ones are true-ish. So if you look at them, like Africa and Australia are ginormous as they are. Mm. Um, and everything else, yeah. you know, on part. Well, you look at like France and it's like... Um, so I, I yeah, or I I used to be I loved used to love roadmaps when I was younger. I loved them. Right. I loved sitting and following. This is what I used to do at night because I, I couldn't go out because I couldn't see because I didn't have any glasses. <laughs> it all comes back around. <laughs> so I used to just sit with my roadmap. Oh God, what a life! Um, wow. But yeah, I think maps are <laughs> the Scott and Ginger. Or that's cool. Um, books a book that you've a book that you really love but you've also got to be really careful with that hey because mm, a book, mm-hmm. like a book that i really love and completely you could be like this is the biggest pile of shit i've ever read in my life but yeah. i also think an offering of the book that you absolutely love to someone else is a really lovely thing i've i've done that a lot before i've, I've certainly given a lot lots of books to people and i've given the same book lots of times i used to, i used to give people um on the Road by Jack Kerouac. That was like yeah. my big go-to book. But I think, I think that suits at like a certain time in your life. It would seem like now that um, I've crested into an older age, that seems like kind of a, a younger book to give to someone. I'm not really sure. Maybe I should give them some Hemingway. I've got, um, as a side note, I've got a friend who I met on the line. 
So I met her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she actually That's how all real, friendships. She's, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and she's a real person because I met her in Dunedin. And we are like, <laughs> with, but all we talk about is books. And it's, it's a beautiful relationship because we talk late mm-hmm. into the night about books. She sends me books all the time. She just wraps them up. Cool. She'll read one, finish it, wrap it up in brown paper and send it me in the post. And, um, so, and then I'll send her random things. And it's just, it's the most, I've, I've read some, like I, some stuff that I would never pick up. And she's right. like, what? like what's, what's like, what's your weird book recommendation? Oh, she sent me, I can't, I'm just trying to look. So I've got, I have got a ginormous pile at the side waiting. Wow. Um, we both tried to read this. So I, she read it. Well, she didn't. She didn't even get past. And then I tried, and it's a, a little life. Yeah. By so everybody really. It's like a classic of the moment. Lots of people talk about it, and I've tried uh-huh. five times, and I cannot get past about chapter. Well, there's not chapters. It's just it's really small writing, and there's no chapters, which uh. does my editing in books. And I'm like, that's, I just that's can't. Like- so, Do you remember Shantaram? You ever read Shantaram? No, and I refused to because something in my head went, I'm not reading that shit that everyone else has read when actually it might be pretty good. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I, I was given it and people recommended it so many times and I read like the first chapter and I'm like, this is, this is just not me. And it's like, it's literally a brick. It's just huge. And I just, yeah, I struggle with those sort of things. Yeah. But I've, I've gotten really into audiobooks. That's my thing now. Yeah. Just being able to, being able to go for a walk and listen to a book. It's like a really like active meditation kind of thing. Cause I find, um, that's, that's getting back to glasses. If I ever can't sleep, my fall asleep trick is to read without my glasses on. Cause I can just barely do it, but it puts me to sleep instantly. You see, I read without, I read without my glasses on in bed. Cause I can't lie on my side with my glasses on cause it goes, they hurt. So then I, I have the book. Like. <laughs> How close is the book? See, I'm right. literally eating the book. <laughs> You can't so see the book, but you can see the words. Exactly. What's your perfect gift? Perfect gift. It's actually similar lines to what we were talking about. Is is I've given lots of books, but I think my perfect gift is actually a uh, like a notebook, like a blank, like a, like a moleskin notebook without anything in it. That like is a sketchbook a type of thing. Yeah, because I think it's like people can either use it for like writing their shopping list in, which is inherently kind of helpful and handy or for like making art or writing journals sort of stuff and all that so i think it's like i think it's kind of thoughtful and useful at the same time so i think that's that's my that's my go-to gift these days that's it's really creepy because i was just talking about my friend who i talk about books and she's just text me <laughs> look down and i was like well that's weird you know oh, she maybe. knows <laughs> live listening live <laughs> that's good well that's cool good to see you okay um we're, 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 I'm looking at my list of perfect, perfect things here. Um, what's your perfect meal? Would this be like last meal or just a general? Okay. What, we could say, what were you craving during lockdown? That's one way of looking at it. Or uh, your death row meal. Uh, probably fried chicken. Yeah. And I, I would err on the side of, like, we had fried chicken for our first takeaway meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really good, but it wasn't greasy enough. So, um, <laughs> wasn't greasy enough. Yeah. So but it wasn't. You it wasn't. Yeah. been like sat on the dash for a while. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't Dirty Bird 
we, the, of the name we won't mention. Um, but it was really good. But it would probably last meal would be um, either fried chicken and fries and like gravy and mashed potato or a proper big English roast dinner with like Yorkshire pudding, mm. um, gravy, potatoes, meat, big yeah, glass of red just... wine where you lie on the floor yeah. and you're like, oh God, I literally can't walk anywhere. Well, that's because I, uh, I was a vegetarian for 10 years. Did I ever tell you that? that I was yeah, a vegetarian you did. And so I was veg- vegetarian for 10 years. And uh, the day that I, I like stopped being a vegetarian, well, there's actually two stories, but stopping a vegetarian. The one story that fits with this is uh, um, I was at my parents' place for Christmas dinner and mom made like amazing Christmas turkey, like huge, like zillions of sides and it all looked beautiful and delicious. Um, and she made me like a side salad. That was my thing. <laughs> and... And I felt like I was the wall and went, fuck this. You can't make me eat that. <laughs> um, but no, I felt like I was at the kids' table eating like, you know, chicken fingers and everyone else was having really nice food. And I'm like, can I have a bit of that, you know, roast? And I had like the roast and the, the ham and the turkey and all that. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. What did, why did I ever not eat meat for a, a decade? <laughs> and that was it. It was like from that day, it was like, it was all on. It was like, there was no easing back into it. It was like, straight back into it so i totally yeah. i totally hear you in the yeah um because for years when i was veggie i was also i was this weird i think i was probably the only maybe not the only person i was one of, i was a rare a rare breed of what i call vegetarians who eat kfc um okay <laughs> yeah so, so at the time at the time i was uh i was traveling for work because when i was working as a travel writer and uh I'd end up in these like crazy cool faraway places and I would make it. <clears throat> it was always on my to-do list of always having KFC in every country I ever visited. So every country I've ever been, I've had KFC. Um, if it was available, I had it. So even though I'd like, I hadn't, ha- you know, strict vegetarian otherwise, I would like skip a meal if I had to eat meat unless I was in St. Lucia in the Caribbean and I'm like, get me to the KFC. <laughs> That's like crimes against humanity. I love it. It's, it's very consistent, though. It's exactly the same everywhere. Unbelievably. And so satisfying. I know. I do like a good fish pie done well, though. Mm. So, like, fish, yeah, a, you know, a like good white fish, pie. fish with a really good potato top. Mm. I used to really freak people out because uh, back in my adventure racing days when I used to go and run Mototapu and Kepler challenge and all that sort of stuff. My my secret weapon breakfast before doing those big races was a fish pie. I would get like those those like add boiling water camp meal things. It was a fish pie, and we'd be yeah. like driving to the start of this race, and I'd be eating a fish pie out of like a foil packet. And everyone else in the car was about to vomit, and I'm like, "This is the best way to start the day." At like six in the morning, having a fish pie. <laughs> and then the gun goes off, and you're like, "Let's go." Let's go. I don't feel well. Yeah, yeah, my friend used to be smoking on the start line and then and then the gun would go off and she'd like flick her cigarette and be like, let's go. Like That's so badass. You are such That's a so- <laughs> And then like tuck her cigarette packet in her bra and carry on. Nice. That's so good. <laughs> and I, I would love to see the faces of the people sort of behind her in the oh race. Oh my God. Oh my God. I wonder where she is now. 
I'm not even going to I remember <laughs> I remember the the first the first time I ran a marathon which was which was really life-changing and amazing and all, and awesome. Um I ran the Motatapu marathon so between Monaco and Queenstown. And uh I was like I was getting close to the end. It was like a kilometer away and I could hear like the crowd cheering at the finish line. I was like, yes, this is amazing. I've done this life changing thing. And I was really sort of proud of myself. And I noticed there's this group of three people in front of me and they, they stopped running and I'm like, Oh, was something okay. And, uh, they, they're in the little running backpacks. They start pulling out these like rainbow wigs and they'll put rainbow wigs on to cross the finish line in these rainbow wigs. And I had this like massively deflating moment of like, oh my God, I'm behind the people who are taking the piss. Like I thought I was like running with the people who are trying to win and I'm with the people who are like, woo, we're wearing rainbow wigs. <laughs> I'm dressed in a bird costume. Woo! Yes, this is awesome. Yeah, it's like a, the last mountain bike race I did a couple of years ago. Um, I remember thinking like, I'm doing okay, I'm doing okay. And a guy passed me and he was wearing Converse Chuck Taylors. Oh no. And I was like, oh, oh man, oh. I got passed by a dude in Chucks. Like oh, yeah. those are cool yeah. shoes. I had a guy pass me a triathlon and he was in a, in a Dean, a jean, um, a jean, sh- like a denim shirt and, and his jeans and his trainers. And he fa- passed me on the bike and I'm like, I, I just want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm well, gone. I'm out. I'm out. Never underestimate the speed of the Canadian tuxedo. That is a, well. that is a fine outfit. <laughs> Just think of the chafing, though. That would be really uncomfortable. There's a lot oh of seams involved God. there. So bad. So bad. Really, really not good. Not good at all. Okay. Um, tell us what, um, what is your perfect, what's your perfect drink? If you could choose one drink in the world. <sighs> That's really hard. An alcoholic uh, beverage you know, there's doesn't nothing. have to be alcohol. Oh, come on. Be a mango or whatever. What else? Um, Water. I am partial to a really good gin and tonic. Um, mm. It's going to have to be alcoholic. Um, mm. Because I am a big wine drinker, but I think after that first glass of wine, I think it's ruined. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you have that really. No, no. (laughs) My favorite part of the, my favorite glass of wine is the fifth one. No, you see, I can have another one, but I'm always like, it's never as good as the first one. Whereas third gin and tonic is still amazing. So I'm going to go a really good gin and tonic. See, I I have gin and tonic issues and it's because it's, we're in the year 2020. So it's 20 years ago, 20 years I've had gin and tonic issues because of Millennium New Year's. Twenty twenty Millennium. Twenty twenty Millennium New Year's. Um, That's, that's how long it's been since I've had, I sort of enjoyed gin because on on New Year's Eve, 2020, New Year's Eve, 2000. I drank a bottle of gin, um, which was really not a good idea. Really bad. Bad, bad, bad plan. So that put me up gin and tonic for That's yeah. actually, so you did that in 20, 2000? Yeah. So in 2000, I drank a, a bottle of Black Label vodka, Smirnoff, and lost my eyesight for the night. Um, so I've never wow. been able to drink oh. vodka again. I can't drink vodka still. Yeah. Lost your eyesight? Well, you know, did, like did you just lose your, completely you just lost your glasses. Like, 
<laughs> you know, and they, you know, like blind drunk. I literally was like, cannot see anything, and then threw up all over wow. the university bus, like all down it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then got, classy got the times. Get on the bus the next morning, and the bus driver's like, "I know you," and you're like, "No, I, you don't know me. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about, mate." Carry on. I, I feel I feel so lucky that we we reached our coming of age in a time before mobile phones. I know. Oh my god! There would have been some bad evidence, and nobody had. So what everyone used to do, you know, you used to buy those disposable cameras. Yeah. Everyone would take all the photographs in the first hour, and then you'd be done. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I remember back in those days. I I I work I work with a guy and. Uh, his like really funny party trick that he thought was hilarious is he would he would borrow someone's camera to take like a group photo of everyone at the party and he'd take a picture of the, everyone at the party and then he'd take the camera and he'd shove it down his pants. Nice and take a oh, there was always one. There was always but, one. There's always or one. Like but the thing was sneak off to the toilet and do it. <laughs> so, but he would do it in the party and it was like okay, well, whatever, not very funny. Um, but this one time it was actually really funny because this is like film camera days, so you know. You you put the roll of twenty four in your in your camera, and it would take like four months to actually finish the roll of film. So there'd be like your cousin's wedding and Christmas and New Year's and whatever. And so we're at work one day, and this other friend comes in, and she's like, "Oh, I got some pictures to show you guys from the party, you know, four months ago." And we're like, "Oh, okay, cool." This picture of both partying, and she's like, "And there's this other picture that I don't know what it is. I think it was really dark, and I think it's my uncle at the wedding." but can you recognize him? And we're like, that's not your uncle's face. That's... And she sort of turns it and he's like, oh, oh God, oh my God, oh my God. She's mortified. She's oh been showing it to everyone, trying to figure out which one of her relatives that uh, this, this gentleman's... <laughs> anyway, so let's move on from that conversation. I love it. Yes. I can't remember what the question was. Not really sure. <laughs> uh, perfect present. No, perfect drink. What perfect, was yours? What was yours? Perfect drink. Perfect drink. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to say whiskey. I'm I'm a I'm a whiskey fan. Um, I've had some very nice whiskey at your house, actually. Yeah, That's one of my favorite drinks. Um, but I think just a a good. Actually, I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go a, a nice whiskey that I haven't had before. I always like trying new whiskeys. So finding something new. That's like my favorite drink is like discovering something different and new in a, in a nice whiskey. So that's, that would be my, my choice. I think. I like it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. We, we're, we're running out of time. We've got a, we have a couple more to go. Um, we'll, we'll go more sort of quick fire with these ones. Okay. Um, and then I've got my quick fire for you that I've written. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. What's, what's your perfect album? Uh, your favorite, not the best, but perfect. Perfect. Um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of easy jazz, maybe to start with, and then uh, working up to. Um, oh God, this is really hard. Um, I don't know. I can't. That's a really hard one to answer because it depends what kind of a mood no. I'm in. So I was actually you. You took the question in a different way because what what I sort of meant like my was per- like my one album. Yeah, your one album that you think is just perfect. That it's like you could not. You don't need to change a song in it. You don't need to change anything. Uh, Joni Mitchell Blue. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. I'm gonna go. Uh, 
Radiohead OK Computer. Oh, yeah. Although, fitter, happier, more productive. You like, fast forward. <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's the perfect mantra for uh, 2020. It actually is good. No, I do like that have album. You ever, have you ever heard the, the ones and zeros mix conspiracy theory? Where if you take OK Computer and then In Rainbows, which was released 10 years after that, and you sequence the songs, it's like one from OK Computer, then one from In Rainbows, like one, two, you know, you mesh the two albums together, that no. they form a continuous concept album and like they, they blend together. Have you, do, have you so tried it? I, there's, I have a Spotify playlist of the two together and it's pretty amazing. I'll need to be, unlo- you need to unlock that and let me in. I will. I will, will, will as the kids say, we'll put a link in the description. Don't forget to, don't forget to you know, hit that bell button to get a notice the next time we podcast. Subscribe now. Subscribe Five here. Stars on oh, you, oh, you can't see it because we're not on. We're not on a video. <laughs> we're both pointing, pointing down. And then it goes ping, ping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we're, we're still in quick fire. Um, perfect TV show, TV series. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh God! I want to say like Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, Good answer. But also Nurse Jackie. Cool, cool, nice. That's a good answer. I, I, I would happily vote Cheers as well. Um, I'm gonna go with. A, I'm gonna, I'm going controversial. I'm gonna say Lost. Never got into it. Yeah, lots of people didn't. Lots of people. Lots of people learned to hate that show. Never even um, started. Just, it. So maybe. You should watch. Yeah, you is should totally like, watch. They're not like 56 episodes, so. It's like seven years of 15 episodes. There's a, there's a lot. Yeah, but it's good. I, I did start ER again a few, uh, probably last year, and it is pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I, I remember watching the first couple of seasons and really liking it, but I just got so bored of hospital drama yeah. of like somebody falling down a mine shaft every week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it seems we've done music and TV. We've got to go with movies. Perfect movie. Come on, uh, either Jaws because uh, it's me. Duh. Yeah, because Jaws. Um, yeah. Or I do like. I do think um, uh, Life Aquatic is pretty perfect. Yep, yep. I'd agree with that. I was. I was going to say Raiders because I. I say that every time. But I'm also going to put him Back to the Future. I think Back to the Future is freaking perfect. That is a good movie. It is a good movie. It is a very good movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that was our lightning round. It was lightning quick as well. Lightning quick, do you want mine? Okay, let's do it. Um, guilty music pleasure. Uh, guilty music pleasure. Um, I really like Billie Eilish. I think she's amazing. That's not guilty. Kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, or a bit of you know hair metal every now and again. Eighties <laughs> metal. Oh yeah, I, I like a bit of Justin Timberlake to be honest. <laughs> He's good. He's good. He fills out a tuxedo very well. Slick, yeah. Um, who would you be stuck on a desert island with? Not your wife. Carve your wife. Uh, can I say Jacinda? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to have a good conversation with her. I'd like to buy her a drink. I think she deserves some desert island time. She looks tired, Paul Love. Um, mm. uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, Star Wars. Are you, a Star- Are you a Trekkie? I am. I am. I'm. I'm a big Trekkie. Actually, I went when I was when I was um, 
real talk confession time. When I was a, a young teen, I went to a Star Trek convention. Um, I found my people. Um, Do you know what I, I love? Because I only I've been Star Wars forever, but like I'm not a major Star Wars, but I I do absolutely love it because my dad loves it, and it's that's why I love mm. it. Um, but I got into Star Trek probably last year through my husband, and my friend is a massive Trekkie, and we were talking yesterday about the fact that Star Wars is very good and evil, um, whereas Star Trek is that grey in between. Yeah, and they've really mined lots of different things. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. There's um, never a good. There's never a good and bad to Star Trek. It's always like all the shit that goes on in the in the middle. Whereas Star Wars is very. You're either this or you're this. It's yeah, that's crazy. true. So, if I was to say just Star Trek to you, which which is your, who's your Star Trek captain? Like, what is your when you think of Star Trek? Who is it? Um, <laughs> Kurt. No, it's like what is your what is your favorite variety of Star Trek? Like, what's I do your? Like, I do like the first lot, the old, the old, old, yeah. old stuff. Because you watch it yeah. now and you're like, oh god, this is so bad. But also, there's some stuff in there like the flip phone. All that stuff is now, and you're like, I know. How do you know this stuff? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of future predicting and a lot of weird. Yeah, of, and he know. was a beautiful man. So he did, and he he made out with lots of aliens. There was lots of like. <laughs> On my planet. This is he called did. kissing. He did. He did. Um, do you have your watch on your left or right arm? Uh, left. And are you right-handed? I am. That would I'm be right weird. Do people do watch on my right arm? Why? why? Okay. Why? I, it just feels... You know, if you put your watch on your left arm, it'd feel weird, eh? I mean, on your right arm, it'd feel weird. I suppose. Well, it's I wonder why. me. So... <laughs> This is a question I have. You know, you have those questions about life. Interlude. Mm -hmm. I want to ask ask the scientists, why do we wear a watch? Why does a watch feel wrong on one arm or the other? I wonder. I wonder if it's just like habit. Because it just feels, uh, you know, I remember putting it on my, you know, my mum was like, oh, you're right-handed, so you put your watch in your left arm. And I remember being, because I was obsessed with watches when I was younger. um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh. And I kept moving it every time she put it on. So yeah, I put it on my huh. right. Huh. Wow, I never thought of that. But yeah, it's just like, I, I, I should try that. Tomorrow I'll wear my watch on the other hand. See, and, and it feels weird. weird. It feels weird. Yeah. Uh, when you get in the shower, do you face the water or do you turn away? This was a big controversial topic online the other night. Okay. Oh. Uh, I turn away. I'm a turn away. My, my shower head is relatively high, but I'm still... <laughs> technically facing away from it there you go um were you the type of person who did your homework at the start of the school holidays or at the end i was copying it off of someone else on the bus on the way to school you lot see every person i've interviewed and there's probably been about well i probably asked this question to 15 women and a few friends male friends and they've all been that and i'm like i'm first day like i got it done first day forgot about it Irony now is because I because I, I do some teaching when I'm not podcasting um, is I tell students, you know, just get it done now on Friday. So you don't have to think of it over the weekend. But that was so not me at all. Right, that's who I was. And if I opened up your computer now, would you have all your tabs open or do you shut them all down? Um, I'm kind of a, it's good of a couple, but I'm kind of a combination. It depends what I'm doing. I usually shut them all down because I'm usually running sort of photoshoppy type programs and all that that are so grunty if i don't it just grinds to a halt 
Yeah. Not, that bugs me more than anything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm shut them all down. Uh, favorite color? Uh, black. <laughs> so sorry. It's, it's, I'm, 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 it, no one can see, but I'm, I'm wearing my, my black Joy Division t shirt today. Like it's, it's, it's black. I'm a black. Yeah. Um, are you a folder or a stuffer in a drawer of clothes? Uh, I'm, I'm more of a folder now, but I'm traditionally a stuffer. Okay. Um, uh, sunrise or sunset? Sunset every day. Definitely. <laughs> Kindle or book? Uh, audiobook. Coke or Pepsi? <laughs> Pepsi. Who even are yeah. you? Um, yeah, I don't know anymore. First thing you do on waking. Um, Not X-rated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's I could I could give you the 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 answer that I'd be really proud to say, which is like stand up and stretch and uh, get my wife a coffee. But the honest answer is open up my phone and look at Facebook. <laughs> Take Facebook off your phone. Best thing I know, ever I know. did. Best thing. I know. Um, and if you could tomorrow, would you transport yourself to another country or would you stay here? Is this like forever or just like for the day? Or? No, this is for like the. This is for like a holiday in inverted commas. I think today, and today is the the 20th of may 2020 um i would not go anywhere other than new zealand right now um i'm really 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 to the power of really um happy to be here um but if you asked me that question like a year ago i'd probably say yeah let's let's go somewhere cool and tropical or mountainous or Dis- i want to go to disneyland again i really want yeah i think i do actually i think my child was i think her brain would explode I could take your child to Disneyland. Would that be weird? She would, honestly, she would friggin' love it. <laughs> yeah, so I would do that. But no, I think for, for right now, it's like, no, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I'm very, we're, yeah. we're, we're in the place that everyone should come on holiday to. Yeah, yeah. If they're, if they're it's allowed true. Yes. How about you? Where? Um... I probably I had a bit of a a, a a bit of a sad moment the other night when I was like I haven't seen my sister in three years, and then I started thinking I'm probably not going to see her for another for at least another year, like at least if it's not two yeah. years. And then I started yeah, to think about that, and I was like that'll be five years, and that is redonkulous. So I'd probably transport myself to her house and stay yep. in her house and not leave the house and just sit with her and watch bad films and eat mm. food um, and then come back. But if the, you know, if I didn't have to get on a flight or anything, I could just transport myself. Um, yeah. And probably be, yeah. I, my, my, my favorite part of traveling or one of my favorite parts is actually the flight. I love flying. I'm like international flight is like my favorite thing to do because by the time you sit down on the flight, there's nothing else you can do. Like you just sit there and drink a bunch of wine and watch movies. Um, of course, I don't have a child. Which, <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been completely ruined for me. So um, I should actually right now be in Las Vegas. Like I had flights booked to, to fly from here two days ago for a whole week on my own for a wedding. 
and I should actually be in Las Vegas right now in a hotel room drinking well probably in a in a pool hotel pool mm. um, swim up bar going to the swim up bar that is the best thing in the world yeah the swim up bar yeah oh that's rough yeah. have you been to Vegas before no and then I had three days booked in San Francisco too on my own mm. cool places but, you know Vegas it, is weird but it's it's definitely worth checking out yeah we'll get there one day yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be equally as weird as it was before yeah yeah. 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 No, I'm happy to say. Happy to be here. Oh Let yeah. Right. So you're gonna play us out. Yes, it's time. I, uh, I think it's time. Um, but thanks for chatting, Jane. It's always thanks always fun much. to chat about our favorite things. I'm I'm gonna take the mic down and, and put it on the uh, xylophone stand. But I'll put it close this time so it's it's better better volume for us. Is that better? Can you hear it that time? That was amazing. Excellent. Excellent. I'm just here for the xylophone. Everything else is a bonus. I'm just here for the whiskey. Um, Scott Kennedy, Kakite. Kakite, I know. Good to see you, Jane. And you. We'll see everybody else later. Bye, everybody. Bye.